Oh, what's up, Geekiverse? My back is killing me today. Bent over and just little twins right there in the lower lower back. And it's probably because I've been carrying the Geekiverse on my back since day one. These stupid idiots can't get their stuff together. And now I'm proving that I am the best in the world at what I do. I am the money I am the show, I am everything that there is for Geek, and you will remember the face that rum runs the place. I ruined it. I ruined it. Just hit the thing. Let's start it. What's up, Geekiverse? It's Bruner 1.0 here with your SmackDown Live reaction on Wednesday, September 14th. We're already off to a good start because I got the date right. That's what I like to call a win, ladies and gentlemen, a win. Uh, you know, I was on board with SmackDown after that pay-per-view, and now I'm just kind of meh. Kind of meh. I don't meh. You know, I, I use the analogy where you, you know you did a B paper and you turn it in and it's still a B because that's, you know, that's the work you did. I feel like SmackDown here put in B effort and got like C minus work. Nah. I mean, there was, let's just get into it. There were some high points, but the lows were just really bad for me. Uh, AJ Styles, your new WWE champion, comes out to start the show and he has all these analogies about. He told you so, you know. He's not going to say it quietly. He's going to say it loudly. He told us so that he was going to beat Dean Ambrose and become the champion. And he has this whole diatribe about how everything that he says is the truth. I mean, we have our truth, so I don't know if that's true. But anyway, uh, if, you're, <laughs> if you're betting on the lottery and he gives you the numbers, you might as well just go to the bank, so on and so forth. He's playing the heel persona really well. I really like what Dean Ambrose is doing here. Or, sorry, AJ Styles. And then, lo and behold, uh, we get John Cena. John freaking Cena. Uh, I didn't realize he'd come back so quickly. I'm not mad about it. But when he, when he does come back, John Cena sucks. They all sing the song. It's great. And uh, he says, you have something that belongs to me, and I finally decided that I want it back. First of all, yes, you are 15, the 15-time champion, and that's awesome. Congrats, John. You're amazing. We get it. But uh, what do you mean you finally decided you want it back? And I think this is part of the reason that so many people have a problem with John Cena. And some, I, I imagine he intended to do this. He's trying to make some people upset, but he's just the, uh, the overbearing... Uh, what's the ownership or sense of entitlement that he thinks he has over that title? Ugh, I did not like it, John Cena. What are you doing, man? That title's not yours. You haven't actually competed for it in how long? I'm trying to think the last time John Cena was in a match for the title. Uh, at least, was he in the Royal Rumble? No, because he was hurt. He was hurt just before that. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think when John Cena got hurt, and then he came back and did the U.S. title thing for a minute because he was trying to. He ran his mouth about that. I don't remember last time John Cena was in a title match, and now he's just like, "Yeah, I want my 16th title." Because and then he compared himself to Ric Flair, 
remember that one time when you were like, if I win this, I could be the 16-time champ? And then John Stewart came out and ruined that entire SummerSlam for me? Yeah. So I I get it. At one point, John Cena will win 16 titles. I get it. It's fine. I'm over it. My childhood can be put in the pooper. I'm good with it, all right? But it can't happen at what's the next one? No Mercy? If you, WWE is all about symbolism. Don't tell me they're not. They need to do that at WrestleMania and have that close the show. John Cena, 16-time world champ, closing the show at WrestleMania. Done. That WrestleMania will go down in history forever. You don't want it going down like the last one where everyone booed Roman Reigns out of the building. I digress. Dean Ambrose comes out. And I, I like what they're doing with his character or if they're doing it or he's doing it. But he, uh, he calls out John Cena. He goes, listen, man, you're a lazy part-timer. You're not committed to this. You're off doing uh, award shows. You're off doing movies. You're off doing all that crap. And I am here day in and day out. And then he calls out Styles. Listen, man, you kicked me in the jewels. You went the easy route. And now I'm your enemy. And your life's going to change when I'm your enemy. Love it. He's basically channeling Stone Cold. And Stone Cold called him out on the podcast. Dude, I want you to step it up. I want you to push it to the level, push it to the limit. And he's doing it. Dean Ambrose is doing what he wants. He's doing it when he wants. And there's no real authority figure he can do it to, so he's doing it to the competition. He's basically old school Stone Cold, and I think it's awesome. So I'm excited to see where this goes. What we do know, per Shane McMahon, here comes the money. Uh, Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, John Cena, triple threat match, for the WWE title at No Mercy. I don't know where they're going to go, to be honest. I'm real confused as to where they're going to go with that one. I imagine AJ Styles will retain it, because why would you... You can't give it to Cena, like I said. You want to have that be symbolic. You can't give it back to Ambrose, can you? So AJ Styles should retain that one at No Mercy, in my mind. We'll see where this develops in the coming weeks, but that's what I'm thinking. Uh, The Hype Bros took on the Usos again which was a backlash rematch. The Usos are now wearing white pants and red shoes and looking awkward. Uh, I mean, the Usos took it to him really fast and beat the Hype Bros in like 4.3 seconds, it seemed like. uh, uh, Cool, I guess. I mean, you got to have a heel tag team and you got to make them look strong, so that's that's cool. I liked it. I'll take it. Uh, uh, the Miz comes out and celebrates and just keeps running his mouth and it's so good what he's doing right now I like The Miz I'm whispering it because I don't want people to know I like The Miz and then he kept running his mouth about how he's on a hot streak Dolph Ziggler comes out and says you know what you are on a hot streak you're doing it well props man I'm on a downturn I lost at SummerSlam I ran my mouth saying I was going to win and I was going to prove that I'm going to steal the show and be a champion. Didn't do it. I told you I was going to beat you at uh, Backlash. Or no, sorry. Was it Backlash? Yeah, Backlash was the last one. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. And I didn't do it because, you know, meh, Maurice. She kind of sprayed stuff in my face. I caught myself there. (laughs) And then The Miz threatened to hold out until... The WWE redoes his contract because now he's like, I'm worth more money. Screw you guys. I am the main event. So, you know, the, Daniel Bryan comes out. He 
basically puts the Miz in his place and says, listen, you will face Dolph Ziggler. You will put up your title on the line. And the contract stuff is meh. So, eh. I, 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 the contract thing, I don't like it. I feel like it's a play towards the NFL and the NBA and all that stuff. And I, I'm sick of the pop culture references. Just get over it. Ronaldo made a iOS 10 reference because iOS 10 was breaking phones. And he's referenced it. I think it was Mojo when he hit that big shoulder block on one of the Usos. It's like, stop it. Like, unless you have an iPhone, that's not a reference that people get. Yes, a lot of people have iPhones. A lot. But not everyone does. Not everyone knows that. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I love Ziggler's character still. No girlfriends, no valets, no wives, no stunt doubles, no spray stuff in my face, no excuses. Just face me one-on-one. Be a man. So it looks like they're going to uh, they're going to keep that going. Someone brought up this point. I can't remember where I read this, but why doesn't like Daniel Bryan just take the title from him? I'm the GM. Your title's off your shoulder, bro, because that's what I'm going to do. Unless you face Dolph Ziggler right now. Like, you hold the power, Daniel Bryan. Just be like, boom. Boom. Title's off you. Suck it. I'm Daniel Bryan. I'm the GM. I, I get it. you got to develop the storyline, but I wish they would have... you got to make Daniel Bryan look like the GM, because right now he just looks like a punk. Moving on. <laughs> so we alluded to this last... Uh, podcast with uh, the WWE Raw reaction. Jack Swagger, it looked like his uh, his contract was coming to an end on Raw, and sure enough, Jack Swagger comes to SmackDown. Uh, AJ Styles is looking for... I forgot about this, sorry. At the beginning of the show, during the triple threat announcement, John Cena and Daniel Br- or, uh, Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles and a partner of his choosing. AJ Styles goes in the back. He says, yo. Baron Corbin, will you be my partner? And Corbin's like, nah, dude, I want your title. I'm going to face you for the title. I'm not going to be your partner. And then he leaves. And then it's Baron Corbin versus Apollo Crews. Corbin hits the end of days on the outside. No match. Who comes out? Jack Swagger. And then Jack Swagger has this weird uh, weird promo about how he's got a smoking hot wife and he's uh, a... a what is he, an NCAA champion, a world heavyweight champion, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then he says, you know, if you if you thought you know me, you don't know Jack. So I thought that was awesome that Swagger's kind of getting his time to shine. And I think it should be a good opportunity for him to grow on SmackDown. I was just saying how SmackDown's roster is depleted. You don't have legit heavyweight title contenders. Jack Swagger is not going to contend for the heavyweight title, but it makes the roster deeper. I mean, he can compete for the IC title, and I'll believe it for like a little bit until they make him look like crap. But, you know, it, it's, it'll be a good feud, and he can do his whole uh, we the people thing, and it'll work great. So I'm excited to see that Jack Swagger will actually get some time on the show and be able to show off what he can do. You know what I mean? I don't think... Uh, I don't think he was ever going to get that on Raw, to be honest. So, SmackDown, it's kind of where you give people who weren't going to get an opportunity, now they're going to get an opportunity. Uh, Number one contenders match for the women's title. It's uh, Naomi, Carmella, trying to remember all these, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Nikki Bella, and Natalya. The five people who did not win the title, Becky Lynch obviously won. 
Uh, solid match. Meh. I mean, meh. I think Naomi is never going to get a fair shake. I think she's super talented. She's super athletic. She can bounce off the top ropes. How many women wrestlers do you know who can do that? I think that's awesome. Nikki Bella is obviously Nikki Bella, longest reigning Divas champ, whatever. Her and Carmella look like they're going to do their little feud. Uh, Natalia is way too safe in the ring, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but kind of in a bad way. She Everything's like playing to a T. You saw, I think it was uh, Alexa and Naomi were laying on the ground, or sitting on the ground, like an Indian style almost, and they were just waiting for Natalia to do her little kickstand front flip baloney drop kick thing it's like come on we know you're gonna do it you were just waiting way too long it just made it look awkward so uh, Alexa Bliss actually won this 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 uh, fatal five way I think they called it and you know I, I think it could be interesting Alexa Bliss is athletic she can do flips and stuff she's really Innovative as far as moves, I mean, we'll see. I think Becky Lynch is going to keep that title for a long time. So I kind of like that uh, Alexa is getting more mic time. She's really improving on talking smack. I guess she was on the pre-show. I didn't watch this, but I read kind of what she was talking about on on the pre-show for the Backlash pay-per-view. She was fired up. She even called out Lita. Like, Lita's a Hall of Famer. She's won the Women's Championship a lot. Out, I like it. You're showing some fire. I can appreciate it. So Alexa Bliss, uh, Becky Lynch will face each other at Backlash. Not Backlash, No Mercy. The next one is No Mercy. Uh, Heath Slater and Rhino, they come out and they take part in the uh, contract signing for Heath Slater. The dude won his titles, now he gets a contract. He's got a new shirt that says, I got kids. And then on the back it says, I need this job. You know, it's great. I love the comedic stuff, but I don't know where they go now because that was the whole angle. Like, Heath Slater's the quote-unquote free agent, and he doesn't have a a place to go. And now he's on SmackDown, so where is the story here? Uh, you know, Rhino just carries him the whole time? I, I don't know. Now, after that, the Ascension come out, and they put on a really crappy match. It was awful. They're, uh, it was just really bad. Anyway, uh, yeah, I like it. I like that Slater and Rhino are kind of peaking at the right time. But uh, I just don't know where they go. So I hope that they can continue uh, with their w- with their angle. But I, d- I don't know where it goes. That's the question I have for he Slater and Rhino. But, you know, American Alpha will be back and they'll probably take part. Take part in uh, taking those off, Heath Slater and Rhino? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Randy Orton came out and said that Bray Wyatt was afraid of him and, you know, he needs the face of fear to come in the ring. And, yeah, so Bray Wyatt cut this promo and said, uh, you know, nothing's going to end my pursuit of taking you down. He says he, he gave him an out. He gave Randy Orton an out by taking him out of that match. And all he had to do was stay down. And then, you know, he didn't. He came out and ruined the match for Bray Wyatt. Um, I I want to like this. I really do. I love the promos. But I just don't get where this is going because Bray Wyatt cuts that promo on the 
Tel- Telestron? Teletron? Teletron. That's not what I'm looking for. Titantron. There you go. Cuts the promo on the big screen. Hey. And then he does the weird little... And then he shows up at the side of the ring. He's he's laughing at Randy Orton. Lights go out. Eric Rowan comes and gives Randy Orton some crap, and Randy Orton hits an RKO. What uh, what is Eric Rowan doing with Bray Wyatt? Like this, there's so much like, hey, that's the Wyatt family, and hey, they're not the Wyatt family, but hey, they're the Wyatt family, and now they're not the Wyatt family, and it, there's just no plan for Bray Wyatt and it's so aggravating because I think the dude is so good he cuts amazing promos amazing promos and then in the ring it just doesn't match because they don't let it I feel like it's not his fault maybe it is I don't know it's it's just it's confusing to say the least so I'm interested to see where this goes I think the mic work has been phenomenal but like the the storyline payout has not been great. Like, you're hitting the intro, you're building tension, you're building a debate. What's the word I'm looking for? Conflict. There you go. You have a conflict between Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Okay, I get it. But now the climax is not coming. Like, there's no, there's no, on the roller coaster, you're going up, 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 and you're just continuously going up. And then I feel like you never reach the top. Or the up was so short that the down were already at the down? I'm not sure. I don't know which analogy it is, and that's part of the problem. It's impossible to tell where this is going. So hopefully they figure that out, because I think Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton could have a great feud, but they're just really making it look stupid. Um, and then you get the main event, Dean Ambrose and John Cena versus AJ Styles and a partner of his choosing. He asked Baron Corbin. Corbin said no. He asked Kane. Kane laughed in his face. And then Daniel Bryan says, oh, don't worry, we've got a partner for you. It's James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth was the man who got beat up by Braun Strowman a couple weeks ago. And he kind of got some internet fame because of it, because I I think he was the first one. I I don't care about James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. I I heard him on another podcast called Wrestling Soup. Shout out to them. They put on, if you like wrestling, listen to them. Listen to us first, but then listen to them. Um... (laughs) They he was on the podcast and he was just talking about how he got selected so on and so forth, and it just I let that dude have his one shining moment and move on. You do not need to keep bringing that dude up strictly because he got internet famous for point two seconds. I know Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon are the ones who are supposed to give the internet community what they want. AJ Styles is your champion. Okay, cool. Uh. You've got Becky Lynch as your women's champion. Okay, cool. Heath Slater's been getting enormous reactions, and now he's the tag champs, along with Rhino, and they they chant ECW. Okay, cool. But now it's time to be done, okay? You had your moment. You you gave everyone what they wanted. Now just bring it back to wrestling, you know what I mean? So anyway, James Ellsworth made the entrance, started coming down the ramp, and then The Miz comes out and beats him up. So then you get The Miz and AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose and John Cena. Uh, Solid match. Nothing to complain about, really. But John Cena gets the win, for the record, over The Miz. Because you can't make AJ Styles look like a punk yet. And that was pretty much it. Uh, You know, AJ left the ring, basically, I think. trying to remember how that worked. 
and then Cena celebrating, and Ambrose hits him with the uh, what's that called? His finisher. I was gonna say the Pater, but that's not it. What is that called? Dirty Deeds. Whew. Struggle bus. Hits him with the Dirty Deeds. And that's the end of it. So Dean Ambrose is kind of just going psychopath. He's the snake that's biting everything that moves. John Cena's the face that runs the place, but he admits Styles is okay or really good or whatever you want to call that. He's respectable towards Styles. And then Styles is just the, the consistent heel. So that's where SmackDown sits right now. A lot of confusion. Some storylines that make a lot of sense, some that don't. I would I would veer towards the majority of this does not make sense right now in terms of wrestling. So we'll have to wait and see. I think uh, there's lots of opportunity here for this to proceed successfully. But right now I'm worried. Right now I'm a little worried. I feel like things are a little muddly. Muddly? Muddled? Muddled. That's what I want. Muddled. Things are muddled. It's uh, it's about as crystal clear as a jar of mud. There you go. Anyway, we will. We're gonna watch the cruiserweight classic tonight. There's a two-hour finale. I'm not gonna do a podcast on it because I haven't been doing it up until this point. But you should watch because Kota Ibushi is gonna put on a phenomenal match against Grand Metalik, and then you have T.J. Perkins and Zack Saber Jr. I'm not sure if those are the matchups, but it's probably gonna be Ibushi versus Saber Jr. in the final. And I imagine Ibushi will win because he's their little golden child. But wow, Cruiserweight Classic's been amazing. And then there's a tag team title match between Gargano and Ciampa versus The Revival. Somewhere sprinkled in there. I'm excited. NXT also airs tonight. You never know what they're going to bring, so I'm looking forward to that. Here's what also, here's what also, good English, man. I am struggling. I've had two cups of coffee and I'm still struggling. I apologize to you, the Geekiverse. Um, <laughs> so we've got Bruner versus Booner. I actually uploaded it yesterday. I had to make some changes per Adam Her, and normally I would sit here and rip the dude. I'd be like, Adam, dude, take it for what it is. It was a pretty good little clip that that I edited. Accept it, and he was like, No, nah, dude, this is how you can make it better. I'm Adam Her, blah, 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 blah. and I'm I'm mocking him because he's easy to mock. But the dude gave me like three little subtle suggestions. And it made, the, it made the video ten times better. So, Adam Hur, I appreciate you, my man. Thank you for helping me with the editing stuff. Bruner versus Bruner, Madden NFL Edition will be going up soon. It came down to the wire. In fact, I will tell you this. We went to overtime. I was up 16 points, and we still went up into overtime. Craziness. You have to watch to figure out how that happened. Um, we also have a lot of other YouTube stuff going up. I know they recorded in Buffalo just yesterday, so there's plenty of stuff going up there. YouTube.com, search the Geekiverse, it'll all pop up. Also, thegeekiverse.com, you're going to want to go there. You're going to want to go to our merch store. We've got shirts. On shirts, on shirts. You thought the WWE shirts were cool. I frequently shop WWEshop.com. However, you go to thegeekiverse.com, you get those deep Vs, man. You want to show that chest hair, man? Drink it in, man. Boom. We've got them. We've got Geek on Fleek. All stay up. I say the same like five every time, and I apologize because these are the ones that stood out to me. We've got the Pokemon. Stay up all night to get Loki. There's a Polar Bear one. There's Star Wars. There's Star, Star Trek. I think there's Lord of the Rings even. Check them out. Geekiverse.com. Check out the merch store. While you're at the Geekiverse.com, I know you're going to go to Amazon. You know you're going to go to Amazon. What you do is 
geekiverse.com. Click on our Amazon link. Boom. Buy the stupid crap that you're already going to buy, your stupid little trinkets, your protein powders, or your, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to look over through my through my house here and see what I got. You got a camera? If you're going to buy camera equipment, that stuff's expensive. Buy it on Amazon, and then we get a small kickback from it. Boom. Everybody wins. It's kind of like 50-50 booking in the WWE. That person gets two wins, that person gets two wins. This case, you get what you want, we get what we want, everybody wins, and it's at no extra cost to you. Drink it in, man. All right, I'll quit that stuff. Anyway, Geekiverse.com, Amazon, merch store, YouTube.com. We've got Facebook. Just search the Geekiverse. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, the underscore Geekiverse. Check it all out. Interact with us. We all love you. I keep saying that. I think it's weird. I don't care. I'm going to end it right here and now. Goodbye. Bruner 1.0. I'm out.